coming up on learning, releasing the illusion. But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Hi, everyone. I'm Marbeth Dunn with 10 Million for World Peace, along with my co-director and co-founder, the amazing Terry Angel. And we are delighted today to have a very special guest, Sir Kaya Redford, the success coach for Fortune 500 companies and the creator of top producing Faster to Your Wealth and Freedom with a passion for helping leaders, entrepreneurs, influencers, and salespeople. Sir Kaya empowers them to achieve even greater levels of success Known for training top agents and offices in various industries such as real estate, mortgage, financial services, and network marketing, Sirkaya is an expert in helping companies sell their products and services. Not only is he a successful professional, but he's also deeply committed to giving back. He's been recognized by the United Nations with the Humanitarian Award. He's been knighted for his extraordinary efforts in assisting the homeless and veterans. As an award-winning producer-director of the documentary, Homeless in America, Sirkaya also dedicates himself to rehabilitating suicidal veterans who suffer from PTSD. Kaya, we are so happy that you are here with us today. I am so excited to be with you today. You have a mission and a vision of 10 million people uniting, and I'm hearing 10 billion because even though we've got 8 billion or plus on the planet, we're going to get to 10 billion and we get to all be united. So thank you so much, Marbeth and, and Terry, for what you do. I'm very honored to be part of this conversation and us for us to work together to impact the world. So what are, can you tell us about the work that you're doing for World Peace? So for me, the, the work I've been doing for quite a few years outside of the success coaching, so I'm a success coach, as you heard, um, for Fortune 500 companies, and I have one of my programs is conflict resolution and leadership trainings we deliver to the city, to the mayor's office and to the city. And certainly we want to take this to the entire world. And really it's an, it's a combination of personal growth, love, unity, and, and a little bit of a spirituality because I'm also a miracle-minded coach uh, in the Course in Miracles, uh, as, as you know, Marbeth. And, and that is really about building the unity, right? So we're all one. They call it the one ship. We're all on this planet together. There's one planet. We're not going anywhere, at least not for a while. I know Elon Musk is working on that thing. But we're here to stay, and if we are to survive ourselves and our own self-destructive nature, um, we will be able to continue as a being, a species. Uh, you know, yes, we're humans, we're spiritual beings living in a human body. 
So I've been doing leadership and conflict resolution trainings for many years. And now, certainly since I recently uh, really became more involved in my study of spirituality with Marianne Williamson, as you know, president, former presidential candidate Marianne Williamson and New York Times bestselling author of Return to Love, uh, derived a lot from The Course in Miracles. My goal is just to help. My goal is just to be an instrument. And we're all an instrument to wake people up to who we really are and, and you know, help them see this is who we really are, what we're born with, our unique nature, you know, uh, love. You don't find a single baby being born with hate, envy, prejudice, discrimination. Just doesn't exist. All of this crap, part of my language here, but all the crap that you see going on in the world, it's all a learned behavior. You know, we, we learn um, to judge one another. We learn prejudice. We learn hatred. We learn, it's all a learned behavior. It's not what we're born with. And so um, I'm passionate about returning, like Marianne's book, Returning to Love, helping people return back to their true selves and learn that they are really who they don't think they are, <laughs> love right? For some people, I'm not saying this, not, not our community, but a lot of other people in the world don't know who they are. So you are who you don't think you are, and you're not who you think you are, right? There you go. <laughs> so it's, uh, and it really boils down to this, the Course in Miracles calls it the ego. Um, and the Course in Miracles also says, uh, and I always say this, the Course in Miracles saved my life. So why am I even here? Why are we, Why did I even come to this journey? Well, if you don't mind, just I can share a little bit about what brought me to even this and coaching. Sure. Um, so I, uh, my dad was a petroleum engineer and he was a workaholic. We traveled to Algeria. I was six months old. I was born in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. Six months old as a baby, I had an older brother, older sister, my mom, my dad. They go to Algeria, which is a third world country in northern Africa. Uh, my dad is there with leading uh, a, a company, but he's gone all the time. And my mom is now left. And sometimes my dad's gone for weeks, months and end. My mom is left in a third world country, doesn't know anybody, doesn't speak the language, has no support system, has no structure. And uh, she's resentful and frustrated and angry because he's gone. And uh, so she starts to do what many people do when you're going through stuff. You start to drink, she started drinking wine, then it turned to vodka. She then she became a raging alcoholic. So my dad's a workaholic, is always gone. My mom becomes an alcoholic and we have these three little kids. I'm, I'm the youngest. And my dad entrusted people to take care of us, male figures, uh, but with no street smarts, he picked the wrong people and they turned into be psychopaths. So we ended up going through enormous amount of uh, abuse, physical, mental, emotional, and the one that most people are uncomfortable talking about, but now it's being talked about with the with the, the movie Sounds of Freedom, which is the sexual abuse. All of this crap went on. And then, uh, you know, like many of us have gone through trauma, you survived the times, you now make it into your, somehow, some way, you make it into your 20s and your 30s and and then I just noticed that I was stuck. I had no purpose, no direction, no self-worth, no self-esteem. I speak like this today, but I used to stutter. Um, you know, I had tremendous amount of fear. 
And I was invited to a workshop by some friend. I went there and there was 200 people in the room and the trainer said, everybody go ahead and close your eyes and visualize your future. Well, I only saw darkness. I had just got married. I had two sons. I had still no purpose, no direction, didn't even know who I was, couldn't even make a dollar, had, you know, was in a very difficult uh, relationship uh, with my wife at the time, obviously because of my my own blocks. And um, and it wasn't until two or three years later that they had this um, the movie, this book that we've all come to learn about called The Secret. Someone said, have you seen The Secret? And I'm like, what's the secret is that a, <laughs> i i end up getting the movie not even, i thinking it's like it's just a movie and then i see this tall skinny white guy who we all have learned uh that is uh the incredible soul who's who's left left us uh, not so not too long ago bob proctor and bob proctor says in the movie i'm paraphrasing him he says you can be anything you want to do you, you could do it you you're just realize that you create your experience of reality and when I heard that, I had anger and I felt rage because I looked at my life in my 20s and how dare someone say, I created this. And I didn't realize until I went through the journey that I was fully blown, full blown in, in a victim position, uh, blaming my past duck and not able, able to get over it. Then I ended up becoming, uh, you know, um, I was drinking, I was doing ex drugs, not all the drugs, but one, one in particular, I was just a complete mess in my life. And, uh, and then one day I just, you know, and Bob, another thing Bob Proctor said in the secret, he says, he said, uh, you, if you have a dream, you wouldn't have the dream if you didn't have the capability of achieving a dream. Well, I had this dream. I had this this idea of being more than a complete screw up, right? A complete uh, mess. Uh, and so I went on a journey of learning and growing and it was painful. I learned and I learned about neuroscience and I learned about neuro-linguistic programming and timeline therapy and hypnosis and, and all these tools. I read the Bible back to front, front to back. I did everything I could to fix me never knowing that I was ever going to become a coach. I had a mastermind and uh, Bob said, get a little mastermind together, help other people. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't really know what I'm doing. Okay. And then I get a call one day from uh, a manager at a huge, the one of the biggest insurance companies in, in, in the U S and said, are you Kaya? 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 I'm like, yes. Who is this? And he identified himself as a managing partner of this big company. He says, are you training a G Gary? You've got a Gary in your class, right? And I'm like, yeah. He says, what exactly do you do with him? What are you training them on? Because just want to let you know, we were going to let him go because he hasn't produced in six months. And he's now doing your mastermind. And now he's number two in the office. And I'm like, uh, I'm shocked i don't you know uh, I, so i explained on the phone and then he invited me to train the office i did the i was so nervous and talking to a fortune 500 company i've never had success in my life who am i to teach anything to anybody and then i end up training them in the tools that i had learned 
And then three months later, I got another phone call from someone else and said, did you hear about what happened to that office that you trained him? I'm like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> I had such an imposter syndrome. They said that company, that office went number one in the nation. So I'm in shock. And then next thing you know, my phone's ringing and I'm getting invited to train all these number one, these companies. And, I'm, and then I became a coach. And then through this journey of coaching people, uh, I still was facing my own stuff. You know, what, what does uh, Oprah Winfrey say? Oprah, Oprah says, most people don't understand what was happening on her show for all those years. Because as we know, Oprah went through, uh, you know, abject poverty. She was uh, in foster homes. She was, um, you know, went through the trauma of being raped in a foster home, had a baby that was born from that who then dies stillbirth. And it was just a lot of trauma. And what she described is kind of what I discovered in my life. She says, through all the guests that I had on my show and all the miracles that happened on my show, I was healing myself through these people. Um, so that kind of just brought me full circle to, you know, the course talks about it's very clear in saying that we're all these, we're all this, these instruments to be used by this higher power. We could call it God. We could call it the universe, call it source. We call, call it love. We could call it Jesus, Buddha, Allah. I want to be respectful. Everybody has their own choice and decision what they want to call their creator. Let's just call it creator. Uh, the creator has a plan for all of us. And we get to listen to that. And um, for me, it's the course says that you will attract people in your life for you to bring this, this love to them. And by attracting them into your life, the creator God's source will heal you both. So we're actually all just instruments of loving and supporting each other to the full actualization of our potential. And, um, it's been an incredible journey. It is. I love listening to about this and the amazing work that you're doing. How do you feel like your work is impacting the world? You know what? It's you're you're asking me a question because it, it's interesting when you ask that question. Uh, in my frame of reference, I feel like I want to do so much more. Right. So the authentic answer for me is I feel like I have, I'm scraping the surface. Um, the, 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 the bar, the standard is very high. The Course in Miracles talks about the sonship. So it may never happen in my lifetime. It's most likely not going to happen in my lifetime that humanity will wake up and come together and there will no longer be a homeless person. There will no longer be wars. There will no longer be suffering and prejudice that we'll all unite and become one. But, uh, and, and uh, the course says that in eternity, it does exist. So I believe it's going to happen. And most people hearing this that are not spiritually inclined like us will probably totally disagree because all you do is you look at mankind and just see the madness. And why would you have any faith and mankind, that mankind, womankind would be any different than what we've been for thousands of years. Well, 
from a human perspective, I agree. From a spiritual perspective, I completely disagree. I believe that we are evolving and growing. And what the Course also talks about is what is enlightenment? And it says is enlightenment is not actually learning anything new. Most people are like, hey, let me go sit under a tree and learn something new and go to this teacher and do all this work to learn something new. It says enlightenment is not learning anything new. Enlightenment is just letting go of what you've learned, unlearning, unlearning all the stuff that is not true. And so the Course is always talking about the illusions, you know, that we live in a planet with scarce resources, where everybody's your, your, your enemy, you know, kill or be killed, or survival of the fittest, we're in constant competition and constant comparison with one another. And it, and the Course says, if you could just let go of this ego, which it says that the main issue on the planet the main issue, it says mankind has only one issue. And that is, in other words, all other issues stem from the same one issue. And it says that is separation from God. If you solve the separation from God, you'll solve everything. So now I'm going to speak to an atheist because maybe there's a person on here that's like, yeah, but what if I don't believe in God? How does that help me? Well, If it's saying that one issue is the separation from God, if I could say a close version of that is my higher self, right? Separation from my higher self, separation from who I really am. Um, and so I think when you build a relationship with, with God or source or love or universe, you're really building a relationship with the best version of yourself that is there. And it's always present. I'm getting emotional. Just, just even talking about this gets me all. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. <clears throat> so you know that our project is meditation project, 10 million for world peace. We want to gather 10 million souls together to meditate for world peace. So what are your thoughts about that? What are your thoughts about meditation? Uh, do you think that's important? It's huge. Uh, I apologize that I always go back to the Course in Miracles. Don't <laughs> apologize. It, Terry and I are it gives we're both me the Course answer. in Miracles teachers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Course in Miracles says all minds are joined. Right? And so when we quieten our mind and we meditate on the love and the unity that exists, we we create that. And so the idea that you could have 10 million people meditating about something and that that could affect the other 8 billion people on the planet. Most people think, well, that doesn't compute. Well, the Course in Miracles says it does because all minds are joined, right? So it's all energy. And uh, there is a, uh, what's the word? There's a word that I'm looking for that I think begins with a C when you hit a certain point, right? And go beyond that point, it ripples and it creates an effect around the world. So some people may go, that doesn't make any sense. That's not true. Well, let me ask you this. When we meditate and you let go of the stress of the day and you ground yourself and that everything's 
going to be all right, right? Don't worry. Be happy. You know that song <laughs> that we all yeah. loved. When you let go of your worries and you go inside and you realize uh, another person that I have a big, big respect for is uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, right? From Agape. And you realize that, you know, and I just, I don't even know where this stuff comes from. It comes from everywhere I've studied and who, who said what, I don't even remember. But the earth, planet earth, it's not just God, source, love, infinite universe. It can be the earth, mother earth. Why do we call it mother earth? Mother earth, she nurtures us like, like in her bosom, like a baby, right? She nurtures us. And so when you realize that your needs are met, and that, um, you know, for most people, well, some people are homeless, so it's it's a challenge. And yet, there always is an energy and a source that's providing. So grounding ourselves in gratitude, whatever we think about, think about, we bring about. So I just think it helps people. Um, you know, the whole idea of what Deepak Chopra said, we have on average 60 to 90,000 thoughts per day. And he says, what me, most people don't realize is 95% of those thoughts are exactly the same thoughts they had yesterday. And so they're just regurgitating the same negative thinking. So when we quieten down this, you know, they call it a 2 million, old, 2 million year old brain that's always trying to figure out where is the attack coming from, right? When we used to live in caves and we used to be attacked by animals and creatures, right? So we had to protect ourselves. So we're always looking for that thing that's coming to attack us. And it's like hardwired in our, in our nervous system. And so when we meditate, we realize we are okay, we are safe. And from this place of being grounded and connected, if a person chooses to be connected to, we can create. And so that helps you. What does it really matter for someone who is not so much into healing and uni unifying the world? What does it matter? If a person doesn't matter so much about that, the end goal, it matters to you. Do it for you. And would it be okay that by doing it for you, you meditate for you? It also, what do they say? They say, when you change, you change the world around you. You have that much power. When you meditate, when you ground yourself in love and not fear, you now change the world around you. You affect your kids, your parents, your spouses, your friends. It's contagious. You affect, right? And we, we know that because you've experienced that. So you affect the world around you. So when you change, you change the world around you. You have that much power. So meditation, I wouldn't be alive <laughs> if I didn't find meditation. I went through a lot of stuff in my childhood. And then I had another challenging experience at the age of 41. I had open heart surgery, which is a whole other topic that will go in long, long to describe that one. But uh, I went through a massive depression, massive amount of anxiety because I thought my uh, had an ascending aortic aneurysm, which is a swelling of the artery above the heart, which is exactly how Albert Einstein died. 
Lucille Ball and John Ritter. So I had an open heart surgery uh, and it was very, very, very difficult um, to go through that mentally, emotionally. And I went into a depression. The doctor, I'm writing a book called Resurrected from Victim to Hero, My Life's Journey, 2024. The doctor, Dr. Robin Cohen, who was going to do the surgery, did the surgery on me, literally told me before the surgery, you are going to go through a depression. <laughs> you know, Most this, people is very, do. this is a very invasive, severely invasive, traumatic surgery, even though you're going to be unconscious on the table through with with a uh, with a uh, anesthesia your body never forgets does it's going to remember what's happening mm -hmm. and so what got me out of that depression was meditation was looking beyond my own physical suffering to a vision that's on the other side of the mountain so you know, it's, um, and what does the course say on this? It says, uh, or I've heard many people say this, something to the effect of, uh, and maybe both of you can finish my sentence. When you, when you, when you meditate, you it's something to do with meditating prayer and how God talks to you, how you talk to God. No. So I, I'm just going to, say when you meditate you open yourself to be receptive to get the downloads and that those downloads are miracles to absolutely transform your life absolutely if you're not meditating then you're in your head and if you're in your head you. you're in the fear of what's going to go wrong 24 7. so it just leads to misery yes absolutely beautiful do you have a favorite uh, piece practice is there something that you do that you want to share with us i every single day i uh i have a course in miracles prayer i say every single day and that is i'm only here to be truly helpful mm. i'm here to represent him her, it, God, doesn't have to be male or female. I'm here to represent him who sent me. I, do, I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I'm content to be wherever he wishes, knowing that he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So I say that prayer every single day. I, I, I see the end before the beginning. I ask God every single day, what composition, what thing do you want me to create in the world? And I just let that be my guiding star. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Kaya, for joining us today. And... Uh... You have so many amazing things to share. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Thank you so much, Marbeth and Terry, for all the great work you do. And I said yes to doing this because I have huge amount of respect for the difference that you're making in the world. And we all get to go higher together. Beautiful. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. Imagine Peace is brought to you by 10 Million for World Peace. Join our daily seven-minute guided meditations for world peace and monthly healing circles at 10millionforworldpeace.org. Together we can create a peaceful, happy planet.